Um, I hope I, I can you hear me. Can you hear me good? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. I hear um, my headphones. I just want to make sure it's all right. I'm recording because can I can I make a confession to you, Carlos? Yeah, sure. Um, you are well, glad that I've been hijacking every nerdy bunch podcast. Yeah, but <laughs> I think I think um, uh, what's it called? The fates were against you, and they're like, "Oh, you're hijacking everything." Okay, who we'll mess with you? Because last week's news podcast was fucked up. Somehow, what? the the card got corrupted. Wow! And halfway through editing it, so it, much good shit on that one. Dude, halfway through editing, all of his. <laughs> oh my god! Are you kidding me? Yeah, that's fucking angry. bullshit, bro. And it was like in a way that I couldn't even. So you couldn't anything. even put it out. No. So we could talk about some of some of the things that were on that one. We can, we can. I'll leave it to you as always to uh, give me the list, but I will introduce us first. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Nerdy Report. Brought to you by the Nerdy Bunch. As always, I'm your host, English Dave. I'm here with my co-host, Carlos. What's up, Carlos? What up? We have a couple of news items. Carlos, I'll let you start us off. What's the first piece of news you have? All right. First piece of news I have is Brian Singer is still going to direct Red Sonja. Uh, this is um Thursday. So the Atlantic report based on his sexual misconduct actually dropped about like a day and a half ago. So they're saying that he's still going to direct that film, even though there are accusers coming out from the expose. And uh, I don't know, man. What do you think? You think Brian Singer should still be directing? I personally don't. Um, like, so let's, let's give some people some context here. Brian Singer is a director who he gave us the X-Men, original X-Men movies. Usual Suspects. Usual suspects. Um, and for a while in Hollywood, he's one of those direct names where there's always been some kind of controversy attached to his name on various mm-hmm. levels and in recent years that controversy has only gotten stronger yes which got to the point where he was pretty much kind of unofficially kicked off bohemian rhapsody yeah bohemian rhapsody right yeah, he I, was uh, unofficially I, fired because he's the director on that he movie. had to quit he is <laughs> but they're not mentioning him at all no, when the film wins no, awards not at all uh and you know he obviously was absent from the best director nomination yes. for the academy awards and uh, we won't go into the allegations i'm sure you can uh, google them yourself and search into it but yes he, apparently he's still working though. he's still working studios though they want to work with him and uh, it'll be interesting to see the future of where all this. I think, regardless goes. of his controversy, he hasn't been good in like years. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I honestly think Days of Future Past was a fluke because Matthew Vaughn wrote it. Oh, no. He saw that script and was like, no. Yeah. I want it. He was like, no, I want it back. <laughs> I want X Men back. Oh. But. And then he gave us Apocalypse. That was totally yeah. entirely his yeah, his he, yeah, his yeah. doing. So <laughs> to kind of prove the fact that, you know. And, and he gave us the amazing um, Superman Returns. Yeah, the amazing uh, Superman such returns. A, the best Superman movie ever the, made. The most the boring Superman. Superman movie where Superman <laughs> doesn't do anything, and has yeah. a, has an illegitimate son. So boring. <laughs> I can't. I can't believe we got a movie like that. It's ridiculous. Like you know, I I blame that movie for for the, Man of Steel. For you have to not, not necessarily Man of Steel specifically. I blame it for Man of Steel. But I love Man of Steel, but I would blame it for Man of Steel too. Well, no, partly that but I'm just saying, just the bigger picture of the direction the DC universe took. Yeah, because I feel like that when people complain that um, uh, Superman Returns didn't have Superman punching things, Zack Snyder was like, "Oh, show him punching things." Yeah, exactly. Everyone should punch things, <laughs> and then Batman's Superman will kill. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! You gone too far, Zack. And then he's like, "No, I'm gonna give you a universe of punching things. Batman's gonna punch things, and everyone's gonna punch things." <laughs> um, yeah, we, we digress. Yeah, we digress. Um, Superman is a murdering psychopath, but it's okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, Brian Singer. Yeah, I Red Sonia. 
I was saying off podcast. I'm not excited. Does for anyone this. care about yeah, this song? Yeah, I feel like that's of a generation. I think at one point people were excited, but not anymore. Yeah, like uh, it's part of a certain generation. And don't get me wrong, a Red Sonja movie can work, but mm-hmm. I don't think anyone's actively excited for it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, what <laughs> piece of news do you have? Uh, Edgar Wright's next film is a psychological horror. Whoa. Edgar Wright gave us Baby Driver. Most yes, recent film. Scott Pilgrim. Uh, Scott Pilgrim. I'm just saying his most recent film. Baby oh, yeah, Driver. yeah. His most recent film is Baby Driver. Gave, yeah. Yes, gave us Scott Pilgrim, gave us the Cornetto trilogy, which is what films, Carlos? It is The World's End. Shaun of the you Dead. Saw the last film. Yeah. <laughs> World's End, Shaun of the Dead, and Hot Fuzz. Yes. It's the only in, way I can think in, of it. In I don't the know. wrong order. Yeah, in the wrong orders, but but those are the those are the three. Yeah, the, the order was it Shaun of the Dead first, then Hot Fuzz? Yeah, it was Shaun of the Dead first, then Hot Fuzz, Hot then Fuzz. the World's yes, End. Yeah. That's a, he's Cornetto trilogy. Nick Frost and Simon Pegg. Um, so he's doing a horror movie now. Yeah, that's interesting, uh, right? Very interesting. Psychological, Psychological horror. Psychological horror. So not straight up horror. Yes, and he says he wants to set it in the in London City. That's interesting. And, uh, that's very intriguing, yeah, so, especially if it's modern. Like, I wonder how it's Edgar going to approach that. You it's know, almost like Baby Driver. Like, how does know? he approach a heist movie? <laughs> and instead, instead, we got like one of the most inventive heist right. movies ever. In an interview, he said that he's um he's never made a movie about central London, specifically Soho in London, mm-hmm. and he wanted to, that's kind of where the idea came from in the beginning. Interesting. I'm I'm interested to see that see this. He says that he has a draft for Baby, Baby Driver, Driver too. Yeah, already. Interesting. Um, the continued adventures of Baby. Oh my god! <laughs> it's funny because like that's one of those movies that I feel like was so underappreciated. Like I'm not even sure if it did well, but like yeah. I would not be opposed at all to seeing a part two. And, and he says you're introducing a whole new group of characters because uh, spoiler alert: everyone but the main character and his girlfriend die. Exactly. <laughs> so there is no Jamie Fox. There is no Kevin Spacey. Not that there would have been, but <laughs> uh, everybody's. Dies in that movie. Yes, yeah, so I'm interested to see what brings Baby back into the game, because almost like you know, probably like, another organization. I heard he's a great driver, <laughs> so then he has to be forced into the into the land. Right. Although I would like to see him fight more. Maybe yeah. I don't know. It's always nice when I get like a surprise, like well, oh shit, like the guy in the chair is not just a guy in a chair. He can actually well, learn how to fight, or like the driver isn't just a driver. The driver can like shoot or whatever. Well, they sh- they showed know? us that he's very good at parkour. Yeah, he is. He, he's really fast. Yeah, he's fast and stuff like that. So that'd be got, pretty he's cool. He's got certain yeah. skills. For um, sure. What have we got next? Fast and Furious. Vin Diesel is working with three major writers on female-driven spinoff. Ooh, the female-driven spinoff. Uh, that's supposed to star who Gal Gadot, I'm guessing, could be in that. Right? If it's the, if it's, I'm uh, if it's the characters, and yeah, there's yeah. there's there's a lot of but options. Did she die? Yeah, she did. So they could Whatever. be a prequel. It doesn't matter. It's a prequel. The, oh, they can bring you. No, nah, they're not gonna bring her. Didn't, didn't freaking. She um, she got shredded no, by a plane. Michelle bro. Rodriguez died. Yeah, but that was different. <laughs> she didn't get shredded into pieces in a plane, bro. I'm just saying. Let's not do that. Let's not. That would just. You know, people already say that this uh, franchise take takes things to like an extreme, it's ridiculous a, it's a level. Comic book movie. But 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 come on, bringing somebody back from being shredded by an airplane—that's just a, that's just <laughs> <laughs> that's just too far fetched to even be believed. Like, nah, no way. But yeah, uh, Michelle Rodriguez, Jordana Brewster, uh, Vin Diesel's baby mama could come back, sure. uh, and they can make a prequel off of her as well. So do, you know, do you know who he's talking to? Writers. He's talking to uh, Nicole Perlman. Oh snap! Yes, right. <laughs> Whoa. Little context here, guys. Nicole Perman yes. uh, has written Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, she's she, does she usually work with James Gunn or doesn't she work? She's worked with, with James Gunn. Isn't she doing something? She's working on something about herself right now. It's like yeah, Batgirl, she, Batwoman. Yeah, something like that. She's a really, really good uh, female uh, screenwriter. Yeah, Lindsay Beer. 
and uh, Geneva Robertson. Oh wow, Geneva Robertson. She Geneva Robertson is good. She she she's directed like a couple of. She's a few, like she doesn't direct that often, but she's done like a few. So they're getting some serious news yeah. for the for writing Fast and Furious. Geneva Black Flash, but yo, <laughs> that's interesting, wow. right? They I'm get... actually really impressed. Okay, Vin. I'm very very impressed. Vin Diesel, good job, man. You're really on your uh your diversity tip right now. I'm actually I wouldn't be opposed to a female driven. Yeah, I, I see it like I see it like being his belly. There's been a lot of like uh action stars in there too, isn't it? No, not Ronda Rousey, the other one. Gina Carano. Yeah. Wasn't she yeah, yeah, in yeah. um Fast Five? Yeah. The one where they went to Dubai. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Or Fury Seven was the one was that. Yeah, whatever whatever. Yeah, she was, I remember this one she has to fight with Letty. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They have like the UFC. Yo, that was fire. <laughs> but yeah, no, nah, I'm definitely down. I see this as uh, Vin, Diesel's, Vin Diesel's extreme take on on Charlie's Angels. <laughs> and he's and he's Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I'm actually not opposed. You know, there's not a lot of franchises that can do this, so I'm all for it. Fast and Furious is dope. Matt Smith to co-star with Jared Leto in Sony Spider-Man spinoff Morbius. Matt Smith is an ex Doctor Who. Who is Matt Smith? Ex Doctor Who. He's, he's British. Okay. Um, he yeah, he was an old doctor. He's been in a couple of movies as well. Oh, he's in um TV show. What's the one? The Queen. The ne- Queen? The Isn't it called The Queen? Is it called The Queen? The Netflix one. It might be called The Queen, or is that on Showtime? No, no. In the Netflix one, always talks about the young Queen Elizabeth when she's young. Yeah, I think so. I think it's called The Queen. No, The Crown. Oh, The Crown. Yeah, he's in The Crown. I think The Queen one is a real one too. That's on Showtime. Uh, but um, but yeah, okay. Well, that's cool, but, I guess. Yeah, but I don't it's know. It's a Morbius man. movie, which means Morbius. Sony going full on with because with the whole oh my god, Spider Man. It's the Jared Leto show, and everybody's just along for the ride. That's really what it is. How do you feel about Sony doing all these like villain movies, starting with Venom, now Morbius, and they want to do Craven the Hunter as well? Hold on, wait. I don't hear you. You can't hear me. No, I can hear me. You can hear you. Yeah, it's, that's you, son. Okay, I can hear you now. Never yeah. mind. Yeah, what do you what uh, do you feel about like? Sony focusing on Spider-Man villains. Because we've, uh, we've confirmed, yeah, Morbius. We've confirmed Craven the Hunter. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Like, I was, I was never down with the idea. I wasn't even down with the uh, the Sinister Six idea when they were doing the the second set of Spider-Man movies. Um, so I honestly just take, like, I'm just whatever. Whenever I get news about a new Spider-Man villain movie, because it doesn't seem like they want to treat it. Um. As as seriously as they should, it just seems like cash grabs. So I'm not really interested to be my honest. Issue Venom is, was whatever. My issue is, my issue is mostly that okay, yeah. While you and I and many people didn't like Venom, Venom succeeds because the character is popular enough. All right, everyone knows right. Venom is. I feel like people don't know Morbius like that. Like he's more niche than yeah. Venom. So he's yeah. So it's more of a chance of that flopping. Yeah, exactly. But. So it's like what if they also on the other hand finally like do take like the advice and take it seriously and then all of a sudden Morbius is a hit the success of Venom means they're gonna do exactly what they did with Venom it's gonna feel like a movie out of 2002 no (laughs) because Venom I mean that's exactly why I just don't care for those movies because they feel like dated they feel really dated and I feel that's what it's gonna be it's like they, they, they see things like well why break what's not why fix what's not broken yeah why fix what's not broken Yeah, because it made money and from a business standpoint I get it I just feel also like Jared Leto. I feel like Jared Leto. This this is a character that Jared Leto is going to go full Jared Leto with. Yeah, exactly. Because it's like, oh, it's a character in a yeah. comic book. I have to who's, who's, disappear. It's a, char- it's a character who's 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 got internal anguish. Yeah. Like, oh, God, 
He's gonna I'm be, over he's it, bro. Like, he's gonna be mixed between Joker and it. his character I'm from Blade it. Runner. I'm over it. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of comic book movies, Warner Brothers is now less focused on a shared universe thanks to Aquaman's success. Yes, for those of you who don't understand what that means, it means that, uh, there was an interview with the head of Warner Brothers, I think CEO or someone, and he said, yeah, due to Aquaman's success, they're not pushing kind of the old agenda of trying to create uh, a universe of characters that intersect with each other and the whole kind of global uh, story with them. They're going to focus more on individual character stories. Um, that's a good and bad thing, I guess, but it doesn't mean to make your films any better. <laughs> I don't know. No. Like, make better films. That's what I say. And secondly, I think I think it's a shame that we won't see these characters interact with each other anymore. You know? Yeah. Because it hasn't been done properly. They just, like, want to give up. So he's going to give essentially up Essentially, kind of. I mean, I don't know, man. Like, I I feel like this was how they should have launched. Yes, launched. Like, with the solo movies and not caring about eventually sharing them. Kind of yeah. like the Marvel approach. Like, yeah. I feel like they should have did that organically and that their problem was they were just trying to but catch the, up to Marvel yeah. too fast. I think the good thing with the Marvel approach was that we knew that they were doing individual movies, but there was always... They the always maybe told us, or maybe not exactly. for the Avengers, was, yeah. At the end of Iron Man... That was like, hey, it could happen. And Kevin Feige yeah, was always yeah. like, we, that's what we want. We want to get we're there. We're building towards we're building that. We that. want to. We want to get there. Whereas this is saying, nope, we're not doing that anymore. So I feel like this is more disheartening. Yeah, because exactly. Because it's confirmation that we do, we're, whatever we're doing now is with the intention of not going there. We actively do not want to Exactly. Go we're just not going there. <laughs> we like, do not expect another Justice League-esque no. movie in the future. And I wonder if that's just this, weird. I wonder if this also applies to like any sort of team-up. Like, You know how we had like Thor Ragnarok where... Hulk yeah, with the there. Hulk. Yeah, are yeah. we going to see movies where we see two major characters in the same movie, or is it just no, not nah, at all? Nah, I think they're just going to like focus directly. Because again, Aquaman didn't have any nods to any of the movies, so it's like I'm pretty sure Wonder Woman, Some the new say, one, probably yeah. won't. I mean, either. it's 1984, so it doesn't need to either. Exactly. So it's just like they're just going to keep playing with original. Yeah. So I'm guessing Flashpoint's not going to happen. Hell no. <laughs> That's probably the most delayed out of any of them. And the nature of Flashpoint probably... story is about all these universes time right? travels yeah 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 I, I, I guess it's, I mean if I was a hardcore DC fan though like I'd be sad about that like you don't get to see all these characters that you love together on screen mm -hmm. again and there's no intention of, of that happening anytime soon well I guess you have to go watch the Avengers <laughs> <laughs> I guess you're stuck with Marvel bitches <laughs> um, next news is 24 Jump Street is being developed still, according to Phil Lord. 24 Jump Street is actually the right title. Yes. yes, we did skip 23 Jump Street. We only got a 21 and a 22 Jump Street. And apparently, uh, we're just skipping 23 altogether. So it sounds like a bad idea, which is going to end up being probably a great execution idea because that's what Phil Lord and Chris Miller do, right? But, and in that interview, um, Phil Lord said, we're reserving 23 Jump Street. So it doesn't yeah. mean they're not going to touch it. It means they have plans for it, which they're gonna retroactively make it after twenty four. <laughs> um, do you remember? Do you remember the the end credits of twenty two Jump Street? I had all the other yeah, Jump I had movies. all the other Jump Street well, movies. According to that, twenty four Jump Street is foreign exchange school where they go to Russia, and when you think about it, that could actually be the story. Yeah, because it they makes could sense. go to Russia. It makes sense. Well, the next story would be a foreign exchange yeah, yeah, going yeah. to Russia. And then even that with all the political yeah, undertones exactly, exactly. and like <laughs> Russia apparently hacking our yeah. election system. And so I could see that being the story. And again, Carlos and I were really talking political. about this off podcast and saying how I could, because of the series is very self-aware. Like the first film was very self-aware that it's a remake. And the second film is very much self-aware that it's, it's a sequel. sequel. You know? Yeah. And so 
I see them doing this where they, the reason why they're doing 24 is so that so that when they do 23, they can call that a prequel. Yeah. And say, oh, everyone wants to do prequels and it can be a commentary on prequels. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's smart. And by doing it that Same. way. Same. Like, I think I think 24 Junction is going to self-reference something that happened in 23 yes. and we won't know we won't what know went down. It. And they'll just be like, oh, yeah, well, it's a soft reboot anyway. <laughs> and speaking of, there's, there's been also confirmation that we are getting a spinoff starring Aquafina and Tiffany Haddish. Yeah. Uh, so maybe this kind of opens the doorway to that. Right. And part of that is introducing yeah. these characters. And I mean, I almost thought they were going to do a spinoff of the girl cops in the first two movies. Yes. Like they were really funny. Yes. So, you know, it's, it's kind of good that they're still kind of exploring that, uh, that I idea. still want 21 jump street, MIB or 20 or jump street, MIB. Yeah. Jump street meets MIB, yes. which is a uh, rumored, well, that was collaboration. Well, that we found that out because of the Sony leak, right? That Sony was that discussing they were thinking that. of they were talking about it, crossing over. Yes, but um, as far as we know, all talks of the, about that have been closed. Hopefully, the resurgence of Men in Black and possibly this film can kind of reignite interest. Right. Yeah, it's the same studio, so <clears throat> it's not impossible. I could see because imagine, you know, uh, um, Chris Hemsworth, uh, um, what's her name, Tessa Thompson with. Channing Tatum and Jonah Hill. I think that would be amazing. All four of them together. Yeah, that would be hilarious. <laughs> it could be so hilarious. Um, so, are you guys interested in more Jump Street movies? Let us know. Info at thenerdybunch.com. Um, Christian Bale will stop changing weight for roles. Oh, yeah? Yeah, which is what everybody is that, expects of him when he wants to well, win an he, Academy he, Award. He's getting old now. It can't be healthy to keep doing that. Hell no. His doctor has probably said, hey, stop it. It's like, dude, your heart almost combusted. <laughs> like, Vice it. is the last straw. That's it. That's <laughs> it. Your, your, your body's like, do you want to be skinny or do you want to be fat? Pick one, damn it. Exactly. <laughs> keep uh, Breaking Bad movie will feature Brian Cranston. Oh, I guess that's okay. great, great for yeah, Breaking Bad fans. Cool. Uh, yeah. I... Get, I understand why people like it. I'm not personally a fan. So. Well, you guys support a movie is a different question. So hopefully, you know. I just think the history of these kinds of movies, whenever you have a TV show, like a recent TV show, and then they do a movie with the same cast, doesn't always... like. Yeah, it's almost it, like a video game movie adaptation. Like yeah, It just yeah. never hits the mark. Oh, I feel like just leave, you had a successful ending, leave it there, because then if the movie sucks, that's the last taste people have. It can almost kind of ruin it. Yeah. I have to agree with that. Because like I don't know how many how many fans of let us know how many fans of um Entourage love the movie. Like be real with yourself. I even forgot there was a movie to be honest. <laughs> and I love Entourage the show. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> um Space Jam two will start filming this June. Isn't that with um LeBron? Yeah, LeBron is will be the lead. Who's directing? Terrence is it, Nance. Isn't, isn't Kugler producing? Kugler is producing yeah, and Terrence right. Nance is directing. Uh, interesting interesting it's like an all like it's it's a know. good it's it, a good behind the scenes there. it depends on how they approach it because i don't want the same movie again where it's just a reboot essentially yeah it's supposed to be space jam 2 like he's gonna bring the monsters back again and have another basketball game <laughs> like, yeah they're trying to film this in the three months that lebron has between training camps opening again for the following season and the finals so they're literally gonna fit this in his window oh, so it'll probably see. be out next summer probably next uh, next summer I mean, Space Jam is a classic to many people. It's not a great movie. It's just a classic movie. Mm-hmm. And so there'll be a lot of expectations for this movie, especially because there's already comparisons between LeBron and Jordan. As yeah. Is. <laughs> so we'll find out. That's again, I, I'm not clamoring for Space Jam 2, to be honest. I'll have to wait and see myself. It's not, if it happens, fine. If it doesn't happen, fine. I don't care either way. Oh, yeah, Ghostbusters, James Wright, Jason Reitman. Because, again, that news yes. never got out. Jason okay. Reitman is directing Ghostbusters. I'm excited three. about this. 
the official third sequel um, to the original. See, so yeah, I feel two ways. On one hand, I'm excited about this that the direct, the son of the original director, is doing this movie. Um, essentially, he was the first n- Ghostbusters nerd because he he was a kid and being on set while the film was being made. <clears throat> and so I'm sure growing up, he's kind of created all sorts of narratives for Ghostbusters that he's always dreamt up, and he kind of put something together. We saw a trailer last week. Very teaser yes, trailer. Yes, we did. But it's a teasery trailer. But Very kind of, secretly put together and yes, shot. Yes, well, the fact that <laughs> this movie's already been secretly in production, it comes out next year. Exactly. It's yeah, a very fast turnaround, man. Or, or, I mean, not necessarily a fast turnaround, but more so as, because, you know, it's pre-production started already a long time ago. We mm-hmm. just didn't know about it. So the turnaround is regular. It's just that we're only finding out later on in the, down the line. Mm-hmm. And so um, I do like that, though. I think we need to have that more and more with movies. Where it's like, oh, we already started pre-production. We're just telling you now. Comes right. out next year. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, I love it. I think it's. Yeah. I think it's kind of like funny. Um, My biggest issue now, because there's been talk on the internet, Leslie Jones. Did you hear about her? Yes, piece? I heard she. Uh, she's part of the backlash. Yes, she's very she's upset. She's spearheading the backlash. And I get it from her point of view because I feel like they could have done both. Where we're not really dealing with the movie that came out recently, mm-hmm. but you're not saying it didn't exist. Either. Yeah. You know, the fact that they've come out and said, no, we're, it, it, that film think, takes place yeah. another time. Exactly. So it's like they could kind of existed concurrently. Exactly. But you don't deal with it, but it did yeah. happen. And I in think, case if they ever do want to come yeah. back to it. Because shit. especially because we had actors from the original movies cameo mm-hmm. in the other film. It's like, oh, you're going to just not <laughs> talk about how they cameoed in that movie. Yeah, exactly. So I, I get where she's coming from. Um yeah, so that's that's what makes it interesting. I feel like you didn't have to ignore it. You could have, yeah. It could have still. It's been actually kind of interesting that there there has been such like turmoil behind the scenes. Yeah, because it's part of the reason why they even did the female Ghostbusters was to kind of show like, oh, we're against the fanboys. Mm-hmm. Like it should almost like the the Star Wars thing. It's mm-hmm. like we're not gonna listen to the fans. Like you guys are gonna have to appreciate like our our way to tell new diverse stories and what you grew up in. And especially because. This new film apparently also deals with teenagers mm-hmm. kind of passing the mantle. Mm-hmm. You could have had a time jump and say one of these teens is, is a child. The, yeah, is the child like Kristen Wig or yeah, just one of them. Like, mix of, yeah. it up so that they're, they're children of both iterations. Mm-hmm. You could have had something like that. Yeah, they could know? have had like a little bit of connective like thread. It's just a little bit of connection. Just, yeah. It doesn't have to be the biggest connection. You don't have to have the actresses in there. But yeah. whatever, either way. Either way, I'm gonna see the movie. No, I'm excited too. (laughs) Jason Reitman's first blockbuster. Ironically, you know, he's been trying to stay away from them his whole life. Up in the air. Up in the air. Juno. Thank you for smoking. Young adult. This is is very different for. Yeah, this is a temple. Sometimes these are what this kind of movies need, right? Like a director, like a personal touch. Look at what um, what's his name for Spider Man or Taika Waititi for. For Thor Ragnarok, Ragnarok. yeah. Something to kind of shake up the the foundation. The Brothers, even for Captain America. You know, where something different. The history doesn't necessarily tell you that they They'll would do, do something good. like this. Yeah. yeah. With, with no, the... that should be a thing we should do. Oh, unexpected. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, that yeah. that's actually a good oh, one. I will write that one yeah, down. That could that be a rooftop, rooftop talk, talk for talk. sure. Um, um speaking of uh legacy uh sons taking over their father's reigns, uh, uh like James Gandolfini's that. son yes. is taking over as Tony Soprano in the prequel movie for um for the Soprano show on HBO, which see, already has see, a full cast and everything. And the difference between this case Oh, and, but it's a prequel too. Exactly, yeah. it's a prequel. So you didn't get that story in the show. And it's not the same so it's not the same actors. Exactly. It's different actors, you exactly. know. Okay, yeah, yeah. It is, it is. No, the only thing I'm worried about is Alan Taylor. But he has directed episodes of 
The Sopranos before, so maybe oh, it won't yeah, be so true, bad. True, true, true. Yeah, yeah. see, so he's worked with the characters that he gave us Thor the Dark. Exactly. He gave us arguably <laughs> the worst Marvel movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Thor the Dark, Thor we don't talk about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thor we don't talk about Thor. <laughs> that he's also, he's also, was also a Game of Thrones director. Yeah, exactly. That's why he actually And he gave about. us also the Terminator movie that people thought sucked as well. Was it Alan Taylor? Yeah. The last one. Oh, the last one. I'm th- I was thinking... Which Salvation, one? Salvation. Like, no, Salvation was I, MCG I who has totally, never come out of hiding since I then. I totally <laughs> forgot that the other Terminator happened. The Genesis, Genesis. right? Like, I yeah. forgot it happened. Like, yeah. I, I erased that from my memory. Alan Taylor, bro. <laughs> Alan Taylor. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so apparently uh, there were a lot of people that were um, in the running to play Tony Soprano's son. But they said that um, James Gandolfini's son, what is his name? Let's give him his proper due. Michael Gandolfini. Michael Gandolfini. So Michael Gandolfini apparently was so good as Tony Soprano that that you know he outclassed all the other actors because clearly he grew up on set watching his father and you know he had some of the same mannerisms. I'm glad they still made him audition. Yeah, you know exactly. It kind of shows to the testament of like how good they're actually just trying to make the movie. They're not forcing it and saying oh he's going to put it because he's the son. Yeah, you have to audition. All of the people that worked on the series is on this movie. I think it's scheduled for a 2020 release, so that should be exciting. So the Oscars nominations were released this past week. Yes, they were. Don't really care about most of it. Um, most people listen to this. You had you you'd have known what it, what was nominated by now. So I really can't be able to discuss it. To be honest, I was going to do a whole podcast about the the Oscar nominations, and I was just like, eh, because I feel like I don't know. Like anything stood out. It's just to you. outdated, man. They're not. They're not in touch with current culture. I'm happy about Spider-Man <clears throat> getting nominated. It better fucking win. Yeah, that's, but that's the only thing I care yeah, about. Yeah, it's great. It's nominated for best animated film, but at the same time, I yes. think that film is so excellently made. It should have been that. It should have been also nominated for you know screenplay, yes. best picture, best editing, Dude, score. best visual effects, score? best score. Yeah, I mean, great. just yo, that there's a there's footage going viral. If if you guys are on Twitter, just search like Spider Man score or or follow the composer of the film, Mark Pemberton, and he literally shows you how different this score was created. This is a man that's running an actual score through a turntable loop, having a guy scratch on a turntable nice. while he's like, it's it's crazy, but. It just goes to show you, like, even the score in this film is inventive. So, for a film this inventive to not get nominated for more than just the medium that it's in. Yeah. And this is honestly ends up going to the whole, you know, age-old question. Age's old question of animation is not a genre, it's a medium. Mm -hmm. So, it's like we shouldn't be judging it just because it's animated. We should be taking it on the same level. It's just like the same thing. I was having a conversation with someone the other day. Why do we have a best actor and best actress category? Exactly. It should just be, it should be best the best performance. Yeah, best performance. Exactly. Because it doesn't matter. Sometimes you get women playing men, you get men playing women. <laughs> exactly, like, exactly. And then it's, yeah. So it's like, it no, just, that's just totally. Best performance. totally. But again, I've had issues with the Oscars. Although, for years. although the, the diversity in that, you see, we're basically like revamping the Oscars. So <laughs> if they did do best performance, I think it should go under like the genre. Like best performance in a yeah, yeah, comedy, yeah. best performance in a drama. Yeah. That way, yeah. everybody feels included. Yeah, I agree. Um, but but that's just yeah that's just whatever but yeah that's a whole other conversation yeah no the Oscars is very outdated you know I like I probably won't be watching this year I'll just no, I haven't watched for like at least three years yeah and just be like who I just I just look on I just follow it on Twitter yeah I'm going and I'll Twitter do something like, oh, who are the winners <laughs> let us know um, <clears throat> okay so two more but these are big ones Mission Impossible sequels oh my god 
part one and part two. Oh my god. 2020, 2021. That means that it's in, it's gonna be in production this year. Oh <laughs> uh, Christopher McQuarrie will be returning for both. He so, will give us a quadrilogy. Carlos, within the span of this franchise, Carlos amazing. and I love this franchise. And when yeah. Christopher McQuarrie came on and showed that he can take the franchise to another level, we were just head over heels. And so we've been wanting another movie for a long Probably time. My favorite action yeah. franchise running right now. Seriously, I think it's the, not favorite. I think it's the best. Yeah, straight action franchise right now. Um, but Macquarie was a, the only director to come back for a sequel. So we we're like, okay, well, but would he come back for a third though? Yeah, exactly. no one's ever came come back for two. So maybe we should just be happy with that. Exactly. And then Carlos texts me, "They're doing another movie." I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> and then he texts me, "No, they're doing another two movies back to back." I just lost my shit. Yeah, I'm so happy. Um, Macquarie, I feel like they're gonna. They, he's got this big epic story he wants to tell. Yeah, two-parter, man. And I, Carlos and I have it's this, great. all these theories. It's great. I, I, I can't <laughs> wait, man. Like, I just, I think about all the two-parters that have been released, and this one is probably going to be one of the best, besides probably, you know, Avengers Endgame, but... I think this is definitely going to be... A, I feel like this is the first time somebody's really going to take advantage of a two-part story. Oh, yeah. As opposed to just splitting something for the sake of making two movies... Well, as a cash grab here's Carlos and I's theory we theorize that because where last movie left off Ethan and what's the character's name Elsa yeah, I, 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 yeah Elsa Faust yeah, yeah Elsa yeah. Faust yeah, yeah. Um, they're kind of at the beginnings of a relationship at the very least so I think what's happening is that they're going to slowly because she's such a badass yeah or they've been through enough where they're finally free in a sense yes yeah. I'm just saying where it left off where, oh yeah where it left, left off where yeah left yeah, off, yeah like relationship maybe wise. something could be starting like exactly. the beginnings of something um, that a new it, team maybe yeah, exactly Who knows? something that isn't it doesn't end with them splitting ways yeah they don't part ways for once it doesn't yeah, yeah exactly yeah. They, they don't part ways they're, they're, <laughs> they're actually staying together, together yes. yeah and Carlos and I kind of talked about how we see them building the building or setting up the building blocks to kind of pass the torch onto her for her for her take over the franchise because you know tom cruise is coming up to the end of the franchise you can see it coming There's, he's definitely not going beyond this yeah but the franchise will keep moving exactly and so i think this is what that's what they're, they're yeah. kind of planning up hopefully we're and right so we have an extreme theory and should we tell the I don't know, should we? I don't want to ruin it because the <laughs> movie's actually that. <laughs> but then that way we have our proof that we were right. <laughs> okay, maybe. Okay, fine. No, nah, but eventually, you know, he will get killed off somehow. Yeah, we know. Well, we so, don't know, but we, we assume most yeah. likely get killed off. So we presume... Passing of the torch. We presume that, or we would like a story where... Because usually when a character like this is killed off, they're killed off in the last movie. That's what you usually see. Yeah, in exactly. Movie. That's how you kill him off. I think he should be killed off in the next movie. So that the final movie can be a revenge, or, you know, yeah, it could be a revenge tale. story, yeah, exactly. With Isla as as the lead, completely, or yeah. with the team, I think that could be team Italy, nah, yeah. And if anybody can do it, it's Macquarie, because yes. like, and I was gonna say <laughs> that can serve as Macquarie's final film. Yeah, oh, that would you be know? so fire. But then it's almost poetic. Yeah, exactly. Like exactly. I love it. <laughs> I would love to see and, it that way. Opening the door to maybe future adventures yeah. with with her. And future Rebecca Ferguson movies. Maybe uh, JJ does the. Does the you know he yeah. loves he loves his female heroines. He does. He does. And he's still so, a, he's still a producer. Black, Bad Robot is a producer on the. Yeah. On the so franchise. it's possible he could return to do it. He maybe he feels fresh about it. Either way, that'd be so more mission impossible. And I'm telling you now, Carlos, he's going to space. <laughs> Tom they Cruise have is going to. to space. There's no way. Like what There's else? No, is what else do? is it gonna do? 
He like, has to go to space. He he's held his space. breath underwater for 12 minutes. <laughs> he's climbed mountains. Like he's climbed mountains. He's jumped off a plane. Tallest building in the world. Yeah, he learned to fly a helicopter. Like, like he has to go to space. What's extreme, man? He has to go to space. <laughs> NASA. Uh, what else was the final piece of news? The final piece of news is Lee Unkrich is sadly leaving Pixar. Lee Unkrich has been with Pixar since their inception. He was a, yes. he was a story artist on the first Toy Story. And then he ended up directing Toy Story 3 and Coco. Yes. Um, yeah, he's leaving so, after a long time. And, you know, John Lasseter just left. So it, it's honestly becoming a kind of question of, you know. Well, with him, it's different than John Lasseter because. Not true, true, yeah. true. But I'm just saying in terms of like the Pixar old guard that kind of yeah. like, you know, kind of steered the 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 foundation for what, you know, these films have become and like the benchmark of what a Pixar film is. Because I, I don't think he, he's not going anywhere else. He's effectively retiring. No, yeah, he's yeah, retiring. Yeah, he said he's not going he's to not another like, studio. Yeah, he's but it, you know, kind of the old guard kind of leaving, so it's like you know, it kind of makes you wonder. Yeah, I mean, had how happen, will Pixar? Had sometime. Hopefully, he's leaving, but kind of like leaving it in good hands. I mean, I hope so. Yeah. Because I I love Pixar. Yeah. But there has been a little bit degrade degrading degradation. How do you say that? What, what There's been it? a degrading in quality. What's the last three movies? Well, Coco was the Uncrate. So he's leaving. Yeah, I'm just saying. Um, Pixar. Incredibles two was a disappointment to me. Yeah. Um, and then before that, I would say it was either. I don't, I don't think I don't think we can Finding I don't Dory. Think, I don't think be or, worried quite yet. They they still have people there. They still have Pete Doctor. Isn't he in charge now? No, it's somebody else. No, is it Pete Doctor? Yeah, I think Pete Doctor's in charge. He took over last year. I thought it was somebody else that was in charge. Maybe what Stanton. Oh, Andrew Stanton. I'm saying they still have One those names. They have Stan. They have Pete. Doctor. They have Stan and Pete Doctor, but you it's know. like it's getting it's getting it's, <laughs> it's killing season out here. I don't I mean, know what's I going feel, on, I feel bro. Like it's still good for a few more years. I mean, I hope so. I just <laughs> I was just so disappointed by Incredibles two. Yeah, and then you know they had that off year where it was like Brave and the Good Dinosaur. Yeah, and it's just like okay, so where do we go? Like, does it really get to the point where Disney in house animation is actually outclassing you guys? Hey, I mean, you see more synergy. And again, look how look how um, all these guys got into play. It was they were the young guys, kind of slowly coming up, right? Yeah, exactly. So I feel like sometimes you got to give new young people opportunity. Yeah. You know, you right. can't you can't hold on to it forever. You got to kind of bring fresh faces. Maybe that's why also why we had a bit of a lull with Incredibles two. You need they need a fresh kind of boost of yeah. fresh faces and young young. Voices. I just personally think Brad Bird should just be making live action movies. Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't even know why he went back if he wasn't gonna tell a different story. But you know, that's yeah, just yeah. me. But uh, but I get you. Yeah, yeah. Billion like, dollars worldwide's why. Oh uh, well, there you go. <laughs> that's why. <laughs> Yo. But uh, yeah, either way, I don't think uh, Pixar have anything to worry about. I mean, but, we'll see, man. Um, but, I'm yeah. a little worried, but you know, at the same time, yeah. I'm down to be impressed by some new stuff. I just hope the original stuff is just as like impactful. Don't as, they have a movie coming up with as like Coco? They have and, a new uh, one with um, Tom Holland, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know who's directing that though. Yeah, yeah. It's a new. It's definitely a new person though. Yeah, yeah. They, they but yeah, that. Tom Holland and uh, Chris Pratt, I believe. Yeah, yeah also like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so we'll the, see. It's an elf one. It'll be out next year. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Um, and then the Toy Story Four is coming up, so Toy I guess Story we'll see how that year. how that turns out as well. Well, it made all the main actors cry, so yeah. So I mean, that's a new. There's a new director on that, so I guess we'll see. Yeah, um, is that it for the news this week? Yeah, for the most part. If we miss anything, maybe we'll hit hit it on the next one. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, look out for more podcasts this week, guys. Uh, we have the Otaku Otaku's Lounge talking all about anime. We have a whole bunch of reviews. We should have a review for the Kid Who Would Be King up right now. 
upcoming reviews for What Men Want and Alita Battle Angels. So look out for those reviews coming up soon. And uh, is there anything else to announce? Oh, check up our Instagram page, social media. Uh, Got a at, bunch of screenings coming up. Yep, at the Nerdy Bunch, we have a whole bunch of screenings. We're giving away tickets. You can see movies for free before they are out. So keep following us, yes. guys, because sometimes we even put things last minute. We had a screening for the kid who be king, and it, we were told literally the day before. So sometimes <laughs> we know weeks in advance. Sometimes we know the day before. So keep checking because you never know when we're going to share something. Uh, thank you, Carlos, as usual. All right, thank yeah. you, Dave. Always. Thank you guys for listening. My name is English Dave, and this has been the Nerdy Report. And as always, keep it nerdy. Peace.